catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Nutrition is the last thing that people go to when it should be the reverse. Mm -hmm. People should be looking at their nutrition, their lifestyle, their stress, their exercise. And then, you know, start resorting to like, okay, you know, maybe a medication can help me at least improve a little bit, but always focusing on the foundation. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram where you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Ladies, I am so excited for today's guest because as you may have noticed or heard, I've been trying to switch things up a little bit lately. Definitely still keep having authors on because I really enjoy interviewing authors and getting to look over their books, but I also really enjoy bringing in other pieces of content that I think that would just be beneficial to our listenership and to myself. And so today's guest definitely fits that bill. Her name is Lahana Vigliano, and she's a holistic nutritionist. She actually founded her own company called Thrival Nutrition. She has products plus services where she helps women get healthy based on what their body actually needs. I am so impressed with Lahana because she is so knowledgeable. And I think that today's episode, more than anything, will just get your wheels turning about how you can be eating more healthy and be feeding your family in a more healthy way. I know this is something that I've really been thinking about. I mean, I think that we tend to be pretty good eaters in my house, but we definitely don't take it as far as we need to. And I've been feeling the need to do a lot of detox after years of stress and especially the last year and a half. And so being able to talk with Lahana gave me so many great ideas for how to get started with that, places to shop. She's got a lot of really great practical advice, and I think that you guys are really going to like this episode. But before we get going with that, I did want to point out a couple of other things happening with the page. Patreon community. Did you know that we have weekly challenges going on that help you get a handle on your meal planning and your home organization? And we're even doing a week of detox, which we're going to be talking about detoxing not only our bodies, but our homes and our minds and our spiritual lives and all sorts of things that take it much more from just the surface level of what we need to do to keep our houses in order, taking it all the way down to the heart level. I'm really, really enjoying these challenges. We have a workbook that goes along with them that you can help define goals for your life for each month and each week and each quarter, and you can do it in community, which is so amazing to be able to see how women are really making changes in their lives and forming community out of the Cultivating the Lovely community on a much deeper level. They're getting to know each other in our cultivating groups and communicating in our private Facebook group, and I've just loved seeing it grow and flourish over the years. Plus, you get a lot of other fun benefits if you're part of the Patreon group. The Patreon group are the first ones to hear about things that I have happening in my life or things that are coming to the podcast or to the Cultivating the Lovely universe in general. They also get the podcast each week a little bit early and they get it ad-free. So if you want to be able to listen to the show without all of the ads and still have it show up in your regular player like you always do, then you're going to want to come over and check out Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. We would love to have you there, welcome you into the community and have you see all the things that we've got going on. But right now, before you do that, or maybe while you're doing that, you can check it out while you're listening to this episode where I get to chat with Lahana Vigliano all about eating in a more healthy way for our families. Welcome, Lahana. Thank you, Mackenzie. Hi. I am so excited to have you on. As I kind of chatted with you before we actually came on air, my mom is going to be like so giddy that I'm having a holistic nutritionist on because that's like my mom's hobby. She watches like everything she can on YouTube about holistic nutrition and 
tries to pawn off all of her ideas on us, no matter how foul tasting they are. And so I am so excited to have you on today to help us mamas not only get a grip on what it is, but how to better implement it in a way that we can actually, you know, palate and enjoy and have it be transformative to our lives. So I'm so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. This is exactly what I love. I love talking to moms who are wanting to be better, but sometimes don't know where to start. So yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know kind of your background and what, what you are, what you're coming from, how people can find you. Yes. Hi, everyone. I am Lahana Vigliano. I am a a board-certified clinical nutritionist and the CEO and founder of Thrival Nutrition. And we help women who are really struggling with like stubborn weight loss, um, hormonal imbalances, um, chronic symptoms that just tend to never go away and they feel like they're doing everything right. Um, digestive issues. And I think that's what we specialize in most along with, you know, postnatal and breastfeeding and even pre-pregnancy. And so I love working with women and I think it's because I'm also a mom myself. I have two kiddos. And so I think that helps me just relate because I understand the struggle of picky eaters and just trying to do the best we can. Um, I actually was originally going to school to become a PA um, because I loved health. I always knew that I wanted to help people with health. Um, but God definitely led me in a different direction. Um, and I found nutrition and I found the holistic aspect of it, like your mom. And, you know, I started off that way of just kind of self-educating and then I changed my majors to nutrition science. And I'm actually going back to school for my master's this fall Wow! Um, because I love school. I'm, I, I sound like, just like your mom, I just love learning. And especially in this area of like herbal medicine and functional medicine and nutrition, it's always changing. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure, you know, I'm up to date with everything. So um, I am commonly found on probably Instagram and Facebook the most okay. um, under Thrival Nutrition. And then on my podcast, Thrival Nutrition podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And then of course my website, thrivalnutrition.com. Awesome. Well, I, I just, I'm so excited to have you on and we're going to get into this probably a little bit later in the episode, but like my, like I said, my mom is totally into it and she's been suckering us into it, but I've always had this bent towards being more natural. And I would kind of joke with people like I've got everything else down. I, you know, had my babies in a bathtub in my house. Like I cloth diapered them and I use for the most part, like natural skincare. And like, I was able to, you know, get all that stuff in line in my life with what I felt like was a natural way of doing things. I, you know, use natural cleaners and all of that. But for me, food has always been the hardest thing. And not that like, we're not, we're not junk food eaters. Like we don't drink pop in my house. We don't go to McDonald's. We don't like, we are, I, I feel like we eat pretty well but I know it's not what it could be. And especially basically living with my mom for the past year and a half, as listeners know, we just moved out finally. There has been so much that I have learned by just eavesdropping on what she's learning and whatnot and feeling like we've been in the survival mode, not truly able to implement it the way that I wanted to. And now we're at a place where we can, but before we even get there, I want people to understand why this is so important, like what functional medicine is, what, like why, I mean, we see epidemics of things all over the world, all over the country. And I, I know like my brother, okay, I'm going on this diatribe. I don't normally talk this much when I'm interviewing (laughs) someone, I swear, but I do feel pretty passionately about this and wanting to, to get this information to my listeners and to find out more myself. But like, for instance, my brother has spina bifida and a lot of health issues. And so he's had a lot of prolonged stays in the hospital. And I'm always so shocked by the food that they provide to people who are trying to heal. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like this massive area where we have missed the boat on how to help our health. Yes. It's unfortunate. 
I would say that's one of my biggest pet peeves, to be quite honest, is the hospital yeah. food. It's ridiculous. Um, even not even just feeding the people that are in the hospital, but also feeding the people that are visiting. Like yeah. it's just an awful thing. And honestly, it comes down to budget. It comes down yeah. to it's not, even though I feel like I don't believe that, but I understand from a commercial perspective of, you know, having things on hand, not things not going bad, but I mean, it's a priority. And so a little bit about what you asked with, you know, functional medicine and stuff and, you know, kind of why I landed in that area is because, you know, when I was um, doing like all the pre-med classes and stuff for school, uh, we were basically taught like, this is the issue they have, these are the symptoms, this is the diagnosis, this is the medicine you give them. Mm -hmm. And I totally appreciate emergency medicine. I think yeah. it has a place oh, I agree. time. I I'm so grateful that if I got in a car accident, I can be saved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, like you said, all the diseases and cancers and diabetes and heart diseases and all this stuff, it is so mind-blowing that it's honestly one of the, I don't want to say the easiest, but it's so influenced by food mm -hmm. that it's not looked at in that way. People are just, you know, feeling symptoms, whatever it could be, chronic fatigue, um, dizziness, um, bloating, I mean, so many symptoms. And people are just thinking that medicine is going to relieve their symptom when honestly that is just putting a Band-Aid on it. Yeah. And so something that I fell in love with functional medicine is because we actually dig for let's look at what is going on and I want to help you find your root cause. Yeah. And I think that, you know, every, everywhere in the health field, we all have a place. Doctors have a place, nutritionists have a place. And I think that collaborative effect, which functional medicine definitely recommends helps because it does take a village. And I think with these different professionals, we've all studied things. We special, I specialize in food and using food as medicine and just things that are grown here on this earth, all the herbs and stuff. I've seen amazing things and the, I, I don't want to say I reversed things. I, I don't think I can legally say that, but the body, when you support the body with the proper mm -hmm. things that it needs, it's amazing to what it can do. And all of a sudden, like arteries are not clogged anymore and blood sugars are stable. And I just think it's so important that, and it's unfortunate that um, nutrition is the last thing that people go to when it should be the reverse. Mm -hmm. yeah. People should be looking at their nutrition, their lifestyle, their stress, their exercise. And then, yeah. you know, start resorting to like, okay, you know, maybe a medication can help me at least improve a little bit, but always focusing on the foundation. It's mm -hmm. so important. Yeah. And it's that preventative piece in the first place. Ladies, it's almost summer. It's been finally warming up around here. I've been so jealous of my best friend in Arkansas who's been having the most beautiful warm weather. But we are finally getting warmer around here, but I don't want our summer fun to get ruined because we've been diagnosed with earaches by a physician. And I'm doubting that you do either. So for natural relief due to earache, pain, fever, irritability, and occasional sleeplessness due to ear pain, try Highlands Homeopathic Earache Drops and Tablets. Highlands has been trusted for generations to provide safe homeopathic medicines for all members of the family. There's no alcohol and no sting, so you can get back to doing what you love, especially in the summer. Just go to highlands.com, H-Y-L-A-N-D-S, to find a retailer near you. That's highlands.com backslash ear hyphen pain. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Read and follow label directions. Ladies, do you remember that Oprah episode from years ago where she had the entire audience fit for the right size bras? I'm not kidding. It was life-changing for all of them, and I'm about to do the same thing for you. Just call me Oprah. Okay, not only am I about to do that for you, I'm going to make it way easier because of Third Love. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who've taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. I wear one of them, very grateful for it. And you skip the trip to the store and the embarrassment of having somebody else fit a bra on you. You find your fit with Third Love's online fit finder, order and try on at home. Ditch those awkward fitting room experiences. I have had such a great experience with Third Love. I took their Fit Finder quiz, which was incredibly enlightening. And the first time I got the bras, I was honestly a little bit off on my size. 
They made the return and exchange so easy to do and they made sure that I got the right fit the next time. Their questions were incredibly intuitive and helped me zero in on the exact right fit. So from now on, I know exactly what I'm looking for and they recommend the right styles for my shape and size. They're hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own. The straps won't slip and they have tagless labels so there's no itching. They're lightweight, super thin memory foam cups mold to your shape and are proprietary to Third Love. And the newest member of the Third Love family is their line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable cotton bras. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash lovely now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash lovely for 15% off today. I think there's also such, such misinformation that's been out there largely done so by our government with like the food pyramid and you know like this this whole idea of things being low fat and that that is somehow better for you and like all all these misnomers that have been put out there as though like this is the healthier option when really they're things that are making our society sicker and I think, you know, I experienced this when I was a doula. So much of it wasn't that moms didn't want to do the best thing for their babies or whatever. It's just they didn't even know there were other options or they didn't know the foundational information of like, oh, you mean this this isn't the way I thought it was initially. And, and that's a lot of the reason I wanted to have you on the show is to be able to just have people start gaining some of that information and realizing there are other options to be made. Yes. And I will agree with you. There's so much noise online, whether it's social media or any blog or anything on the internet. Um, And there definitely is differences, even in nutrition in the field is that, you know, a registered dietitian is considered to be the nationally recognized, you know, brand or, you know, credential for nutrition. And when I was, you know, searching for programs that in school, I was just like, okay, I want to do nutrition. What is there? The RD program is so heavily influenced by big food and what they are taught, which is still, I don't know if they still teach low fat, but definitely their government, it's a government program. So it's going to be what the government recommends along with, um, you know, to me, still not digging for the root cause per se, but really focusing calories in calories out. And so that's also why I chose, um, what I did because I wanted the more holistic, um, approach and I didn't want to be influenced by the government's recommendations. They're awful. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So if this is coming as like a shock to people (laughs) that, wait, I I shouldn't have, you know, the the biggest part of my diet shouldn't be grains or I shouldn't be, you know, buying everything low fat or (laughs) like, if these are shocks to people, where do you think they should start as far as learning more information? I mean, okay, I'll be biased and say yeah. <laughs> nutrition.com is pretty cool to check out <laughs> um, always. And, you know, just going back to what I said too, there is not, not all RDs are just, you know, the classic calorie in, calorie out, sure. old school inf- information. I have some of my closest friends who are RDs and they fun- practice functional nutrition. Um, so, I mean, there's so many different places that you can go to and people that you can follow. Um, obviously mine, um, I have choose food wisely. She's a functional RD. She's really great. And she's really real. She's like a real mom, um, you know, that shares like, this is my kid's plate and there possibly could be chicken nuggets, but I guess, you know, a better version. Um, she's one of my favorites and, um, the paleo mom, if you like the science behind it, that's really awesome. Um, and I'm not for like, a lot of people I follow do follow paleo, but I'm not mm-hmm. for a specific diet. I just think that, um, you know, it, they bring a lot of good information and I do believe in a bio-individual approach. Every single person is different. Some people can have rice, some people can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, there's just so many different books I, that you can read, but yeah. Well, I think that's so important that you point that out. I know originally when they first approached me about you coming on the show and I was having a look at it. I really appreciated that about you because I think we get caught up in these fads and these diets so much and there's always a new one instead of just looking at like our own personal bodies and our own personal needs. It just seems like a much more sustainable approach to come at health from. 
Definitely. And I think a lot of people, because most people that are like going for weight loss, they're, they're kind of old yo-yo dieters that they're used yeah. to just hopping on yeah. whatever's trending. And like, even I just had a client and she was a great example of this. You know, she was doing keto, didn't lose as much weight because, you know, from all the miracle stories that she's heard. Yeah. And, um, I started working with her and I was, you know, explained to her, like, you know, let's talk bioindividuality. You've got stool tests ordered. She got taken and possibly food sensitivity tests in the future. But like she's in the first week of working with me, she lost seven pounds and she already bypassed the weight marker that she could not get by for years and years. Wow. And even on keto, which is the all new amazing diet that works yeah. for everyone supposedly, um, she like struggled with it. But again, it's looking at into what is her body telling her, what is going mm -hmm. on with that and how can we support her through, with food and herbs and stuff. So um, yeah, it's really hard because there's so much noise and I know it's really tempting if you see your friend like post like, I'm doing this and I've lost this and I feel better. You're like, all right, let me try it. But you just end up again, trying every month a new diet that everyone's doing. And is it sustainable? Yeah. Who really knows? I mean, yeah, I think that is such a good point and so important that, that we start thinking about nutrition as a lifestyle instead of just, well, for, I'm going to do a whole 30. And so for 30 days, I'm going to eat amazingly. And then I can just go back to what I was doing before. And, but it is hard. And I mean, I know I'm addicted to sugar and it's, it's a really tough one to overcome. And honestly, it's like, it's one of those things where, okay, I'm going through this stressful situation. So I'm going to reward myself with chocolate. But then at the same time, that's not making anything better because it's not helping my body to actually deal with the circumstances that I'm in and that sort of thing. And like, for, I think it's important too to, to mention, I mean, you've talked a lot about weight loss, but there's so much more to it than that. Yeah. Like for me, weight loss is not, is not what I'm going for. I, I want to be healthy so that yeah. I feel better and my body is functioning the way that it's supposed to. And ultimately, even for people who are wanting to lose weight, that should be what our goal is. Absolutely. And something that I always say, if you're having hard, you know, stubborn weight loss, um, or you just have weight gain, it's always a symptom. And I know a lot of people come and talk to me like for weight loss, but I'm like, let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's talk about yeah. health. Let's talk hormones. And they're like, huh? Like why, why are we focusing on that again? Because stubborn weight loss is just a symptom. Something yeah. deeper is going on and I don't want you to lose weight, but not fix the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your sugar addiction is real though, <laughs> because yep. it is made to like release that dopamine yeah. and that pleasure neurotransmitter. So it's definitely real. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I know. It's very real. <laughs> it's just like the effort that it takes to want to, you know, get over it. And I think that's, that's where a lot of us have that issue of like, but, oh, I just, I want to reward myself. I want to have those treats. I want to, you know, still have that. So, so how, what is your advice for how do we get past that? How do we start moving in the right direction? So I think sugar is a great thing just to quickly talk about, because I think yeah. we all love, well, most people I feel like I know, like have some sort of sweet tooth. I know I do. Um, and sometimes it could be as simple as one, well, it could be a nutrient deficiency. So mm -hmm. uh, we do micronutrient testing in our, in our practice because I just want to make sure there's not a magnesium deficiency or something that's kind of fueling that little sweet tooth behind mm -hmm. closed doors. Um, but also if you choose like a darker chocolate, the darker the chocolate, the better. Yeah. Um, you, Which is not a problem for me. I do enjoy a good yes. chocolate. So. 90 or 100%. I mean, it's bitter. So like, yeah. uh, okay, this is chocolate and this is satiating, but it doesn't make you be like, okay, I need to eat this whole bar. At least yeah. I don't. Because if yeah. I eat a bitter chocolate, I'm like, okay, there's only so much I can eat. <laughs> yeah. True. So and I do love Lily's chocolate chips, I have to say. Have you tried those? Yes, those use steer. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those are great because people that do we do a food sensitivity test and it's not like any of the ones on the market. Those were awful because it doesn't test correctly. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. But um, when people that are sensitive to cane sugar, which is in everything, ketchup, yeah. condiments, you name it, um, lilies definitely can come to the rescue because they don't use cane sugar. So yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
yeah, give us, give us more. I'm just, I'm so enjoying this. I feel like I could just eat up everything you have to give me. Like, why is your nutrition or your tests different? Like, tell, tell me the things, lady. <laughs> so a lot of, I'm sure you've seen on social media, like the food sensitivity test for like $99 and find out what your yeah. food sensitivities are. They're awful. So they only test for IgG. And so there's obviously tons of immunoglobins in our body, IgE, which is known for your actual allergy response. And then there's IgG and IgA. And so they only test one immunoglobin and they, you know, it's supposed to say like, oh, because this is elevated, your immune system's responding to it, so you're sensitive. That's not always technically the case. So the, what, the food sensitivity test we use, we take it one step further. We look for the endpoints. So these are the inflammatory mediators, like your histamines, your interleukins, your cytokines, all those fancy words. Um, we are testing the endpoints, and those are actually what causes actual inflammation. Okay. So we test these and we look at these endpoints, not IgG. IgG is like one step before the inflammatory mediator. But just because IgG is high does not mean that it will always produce these in- inflammatory mediators. So okay. we look at the actual endpoint of it, which is really important. So Interesting. you will actually get good, accurate results. So you're one, eat, eating something that you're not supposed to, or mm-hmm. you're taking out something that you're actually okay with. So yeah. yes it's always more expensive. You get what you pay for 100%. Oh, yeah. But I would rather have that than take a cheap one and say, but am I really sensitive yeah. to this? Yeah. Like nobody wants false results. So if you're going to yes. do it, you might as well do it and get the right information. Yes. And with food sensitivities, they change. It is not for everything. I know some people are very intimidated by it, but if you do some change in the gut and you take it out for a little bit, I mean, so many things can change. So it's not a forever thing. Like, you know, allergies are a little bit harder and they kind of can be a forever thing. Um, but food sensitivities, I think are great, especially if you're having weird chronic headaches, headaches that come all the time. You can't get rid of chronic fatigue, inflammation, stubborn weight loss. It's so important to know what foods actually drive with the body. Yeah. You guys, I am so excited about this new sponsor for the podcast. I think I literally squealed out loud when I found out they were sponsoring the show. And everyone I know also squealed because we've all been admiring Away's luggage from afar for many, many moons. And I finally have an Away suitcase. You guys, Away uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. You can choose from a variety of colors and four sizes, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, that's what I got, the medium or the large for extended stays. All the suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistant, plus very lightweight. The interior features a patent pending compression system, which is helpful for overpackers such as myself, and four 360 degree spinner wheels that are guaranteed for a smooth ride. They have a TSA approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft and a removable washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from clean or wet stuff separate from dry stuff. Plus, I think this is one of their best features. Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge on the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. Gone are the days of looking for an outlet in an airport. They have a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they will fix it or replace it for you for life. Plus, they have a 100-day trial. Live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. If at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. There's free shipping on any order within the lower 48 states, and the carry-on sizes are compliant with all major U.S. airlines while maximizing the amount you can pack. Plus, if you happen to be in New York City, I wish I was, they would love for you to stop by their retail store. I'm so excited to have my new Away suitcase because I am hoping to once again get to visit my best friend, Rebecca, in Arkansas this summer and you better believe I'm going to be using that puppy to get down there to her with all of my gear that I need for recording and everything I think it's going to work perfectly and I won't have to be charged for checking a bag plus I had some serious mishaps trying to get my cell phone charged during last year's trip I'm not going to have that problem this year and you don't have to have that problem either because you can get $20 off a suitcase 
Visit awaytravel.com slash lovely and use the promo code lovely during checkout. Again, you guys, that's $20 off an away suitcase just by visiting awaytravel.com slash lovely and using the promo code lovely during checkout. I want to talk a little bit about like from a a practical standpoint. If you're, okay. you know, you're finding out everybody in your family has different sensitivities or like how, how do we as moms, like we all have these great aspirations of making better nutrition happen in our families. But when it comes down to it, a lot of us feel like it takes a lot of money and it takes a lot of time, prep work and figuring it all out. So what can we do practically to make it more doable and more affordable? Yeah, absolutely. I know that's actually a huge thing. If people ask me like, okay, I'm on a budget or, um, you know, I don't want to do too much work, but something I always have to preface is you either pay now or you pay later and you either pay in time or you pay in like food, your food bill. Because yes, if you, I mean, you can't, you can't really try to like not spend as much on food but you don't have the time. You have to pay with something. You either mm-hmm. are, you buy pre-made foods from a cool, healthy place, um, or you take the time out of your day, which people do have. Mm-hmm. People do have. I just don't think they might not use it as properly or as efficiently. Like when sure. I'm meal prepping, I'm watching my shows. I'm like yeah. binging on Netflix and I'm cooking. <laughs> yeah. And so I make it enjoyable for me. Um, but to just be on a budget, I mean, definitely, you know, buying in bulk can be very helpful um, in the sense of, you know, the bulk section at the grocery store. Or even with me, we do um, one thing that I won't sacrifice on and I will spend the money as animal proteins. So mm-hmm. anything, seafood, wild caught, grass-fed beef, organic pastured chicken, that is hands down one of the most important things because from factory farmed beef to grass-fed beef, there's such a nutritional difference between the two. Yeah, um, There's higher omega-3s in grass-fed beef. There's more CLA, which is a fatty acid in grass-fed beef that actually can be really helpful with weight loss and things like that. But um, because, and then factory farmed beef on the other hand is so, so inflammatory. So yes, yeah. it is a consideration of making or breaking. So what we do is, you know, we buy maybe not a fourth of a cow, but our farmer here in Austin does like 20 pound boxes, 40 pound boxes. And you know, there's nice. other places, no matter where you're at, they have them or you can have them shipped to you. And yes, it's like $200, but you're basically getting everything for like $6 per pound versus if you go to Whole Foods and you want a steak, it's like 20 bucks per pound. Yeah. So that is like where you'll, any anything you buy like bulk wise, you'll tend to find like a better deal. Um, and Costco and things like that. Again, at the time it's really expensive and you leave Costco like four hundred dollars in what just happened (laughs) but you're not going grocery shopping as much which is which is really great um and you are getting good quality which costco is my favorite um i think they have great options for like more of the organic and healthier clean foods um for did i see do you have like somewhere on your website or something where you you have something about shopping at costco i feel like i do okay (laughs) it's like i'm not making this up am i No, it's like my healthy Costco must-haves, which I probably honestly have to update a little bit because um, Costco always changes. Yes. So frustrating. They they do sometimes have, you know, your good basics and stuff that I buy. Okay. Um, And then a lot of people ask, like, should, should I buy organic? Should I not buy organic? And for me, since our health is a priority and I am willing to sacrifice, like, taking away some other entertainment bill, whether it's Netflix or, I mean, Mm -hmm. I cut corners where necessary. Um, Thankfully, I don't have to because of where we are as a family. But if you do need to, um, I think that's very important to reprioritize like, okay, what is actually a necessity? Um, And so to me, buying as much possible as organic, I do. But if you're on a budget, you can definitely follow like the Dirty Dozen list on ewg.org, which is great. but for the most part, like I said, animal proteins, I'm really anal about, but other things like, you know, the fruits and veggies that may have like harder, I, the harder shell, like avocados mm-hmm. and bananas, you know, yes, I will cut corners where necessary. Um, but to me, I think it's important, but again, just based on, you know, what your budget is and going places like Trader Joe's or Aldi's yeah. even has great pricing and organic, good quality, especially Trader Joe's. Like yeah. you just can't 
beat it. Yeah. Um, so it is where you shop to. So like I said, Costco, Trader Joe's, all these is getting better. Um, I don't think Walmart is good yet. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't think they're there yet. I feel like they're drying, but yeah, I don't like going to Walmart anyway, but, um, <laughs> even, even Target, like Target has some really great stuff too. And so again, it might take a couple of different grocery store trips, but mm -hmm. I'm willing to do the work because I know it's so important for my family. And I honestly don't want to ever like hear your child has cancer or something. And obviously yeah. some things, you know, we just don't have control over, but yeah. for what I do have control over, I'm going to take control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so a couple other things like buying frozen or buying in season is so important. I know people will be trying to buy strawberries in like the winter and pay six <laughs> bucks for a container. Yeah. And if you're trying to be, you know, on a budget, that is not going to work. So buying yeah. in because obviously things when they're in season, they're cheaper, apples more so in the winter. Um, and I like that too, because it also shows how our ancestors lived. Yeah. They didn't have grocery stores where you could walk in and get anything, anytime yeah. they had to go by the seasons. And so I think that's really cool um, to, you know, to do, but frozen produce is usually cheaper too. So like mm -hmm. spinach or the berries, if they are out of season, um, that's a nice, different way to, you know, transition that. And then, um, even planning your meals, if you have to around like different store specials, so, yeah. like celery and turkeys on sale, like that might be like a bulk, you know, a meals that you buy at that time. If you have to, yeah. again, it depends on how strict you want to go, but you can get creative. Yeah. Um, and then I think Honestly, and I know you have to tip people, but like things like Instacart and here in Austin, we have like HEB um, and all these things that shop for you. I think sometimes people save money because they're just not going down the aisles of like, yeah. oh, that's new. Let's grab this and this. Yeah, totally. It makes you like focus on like, okay, what is on my shopping list? This is what I'm buying. Yeah. Um, and I think too, like, Honestly, the most money you spend is more so like in the aisles, mm -hmm. um, like all the chips and junk foods. And while they're cheap, they're meant for you to one, not really give you safe, like any type of satiety, you know, be Say feeling cool. Yeah. Thank you. And um, you also buy more because they're very addicting and they're meant mm -hmm. to be that way. Doritos is meant to be where you want more than one bag. It's meant yeah. so you can be like, I need another bag and another bag. So you tend to spend more money, even though it seems cheaper, on processed foods. So if you just stuck to the basics of good quality meat, veggies, fruits, um, if grains and legumes do work for you, yes, um, you can save a lot of money just focusing on actual real food and not the processed stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I think you had some really great tips and I'm so glad that you mentioned like specific stores and that sort of thing, because I think those are the things we need to hear as moms to make it practical and make it work. So for you, like when you are doing your meal prep for the week, what does that look like? So I'm, I'm in a place where I'm actually like really comfortable with like winging it <laughs> okay. along with just also like, what are we in the mood for? Like, okay, that's what we're making. But when I did meal prep, um, like I said, I put something on that I enjoy, whether it's a show, a song, a podcast, whatever that you want to do, because I think you can totally maximize that time when you're just standing there cooking and shopping. Yeah. Um, my thing, and what I do with clients too, is like breakfast and lunches, I love to always have prepped. Yeah. Um, I think that's helpful because a lot of people are on the go in the mornings, getting kids to school, they're going to work or, or whatnot. And then of course, in the middle of the day, people are at work, so maybe they can't be near a kitchen or something. So having your breakfast and lunches, and it does not have to be like, you have to make five breakfasts. Like you can make two or two or three and just kind of eat them throughout the week. Um, yeah. Same with lunches, make a big bowl of like tuna salad and eat it, you know, throughout, um, uh, throughout the week. And so either putting it on top of a salad and making like leafy greens or eating my favorites, like simple meals, almond flour crackers or my jam. Yes. Um, so even, oh my like, gosh. I love those things. Yes. So even like dipping that in tuna, just straight up the tuna salad. Yep. I mean, just repurposing kind of like what you're, what you're eating. So some people do like 
they grill a bunch of chicken breasts and they're not just eating grilled chicken breasts and like vegetables. They can put it in a salad or they make chicken salad or they just repurpose it um, mm-hmm. as needed. So sometimes if you want to meal prep and maybe not follow recipes, you can just meal prep basics mm-hmm. and then you can just wing it to like, okay, that sounds good. Yes, the sweet yeah. potato and chicken sounds good. No, I want chicken on top of a salad with berries in it and, you know, things like that. Um, sometimes I do like working with clients. It's helpful because I give you recipes outside of your comfort zone. So you can understand and get more creative with your foods. Cause I think a lot of people are stuck with the, like, Oh, I make this every week. I'm so sick of this food. Yeah. And so like chia seed pudding, most people are like, what is chia seed pudding one? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is this good for? And it's a great, like, egg-free breakfast. So if you're sick of eggs and you want yeah. something different, um, chia seed pudding is really good in healthy fats and actually some protein as well as like some carbs. So it's a really balanced um, type thing. Um, and you can make a big batch of it and like yeah. eat it the week. So I think just, you know, whether that's going on Pinterest or hiring someone, definitely helping you fall back in love with like good, real wholesome foods is so important. Yeah. And I think it naturally motivates you to meal prep of like, all right, I'm going to eat so good this week and love it. <laughs> yeah. So how do you handle a client who has like textural issues, maybe can't handle the chia seed pudding? It's definitely, I'm not talking about myself here at all. Um, or <laughs> like somebody who tends to be a little bit more picky, especially like texturally, how do you help them overcome that and be able to eat healthy when they feel like, like if I start trying a new diet or a restrictive diet, I feel like I end up getting to this place where I just don't eat anything at all because I can't find something that fits all the rules and that I still find palatable. Like how do you help a crazy person like myself? Well, that, that's, it's really hard um, because you have to like take little steps, right? Obviously, if you have a texture thing, I'm not going to throw you in the cheesy pudding. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, just getting to a place of foods that you can eat and you enjoy and then just slowly just incorporating and try it out. And if it's not ready for you yet, that's totally okay too. Um, I think texture, honestly, I will say is probably the most hardest thing that I have to work with because yeah. it is like, sometimes with my gut protocol, if you're having any type of digestive issues, there's a lot of bone broth and some people like the whole soup thing is not their deal. Mm. Um, but I mean, I can do that. So I'm I do sip a good amount of bone broth, but, but yeah, the sliminess of the chia, I just, yep. You have to work your way into liking it, but if you don't, that's totally okay too. Like even I have, I don't like okra and I'm, don't really care if I don't like it. I mean, because there's yeah. so many other things you can eat. So I try not to like let that stop you because there's still so many choices out there that is just as nutrient dense and fun. Yeah. I think that's probably where someone like you comes in really handy because if you are having that issue of like, well, I want to eat healthier, but I just don't even know what my options are, then you can be that guide. Yes. Yes, because like I'm just naturally, I'm looking outside the box. Yeah, and you, you have more of an awareness of what is out there and, and the different options Definitely. that you can turn to. Yeah, I love that idea. Ladies, I have loved Plan to Eat for five years now. You know why? Because it really works. Because it was developed by a dad who was just trying to solve a meal planning problem for his wife. It was made by a real family who understood the needs of what it takes to feed a family and get all of it organized and shopping lists made and all of that and make it usable and easy. That's exactly what he did with Plan to Eat. And their hope at Plan to Eat is that it will be a tool to help you prepare delicious, wholesome food that nourishes both body and soul. Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family already loves and fit your dietary preferences and needs. Then you can really easily drag and drop a meal plan around your actual schedule, and then the software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan that you can even access through their awesome app. 
I use their app every time I go to the grocery store. It really easily allows me to see what I still have left to get, and it divides it up between what stores I typically shop for those items at. It's brilliant! Plan to Eat also has a full-time support team that is available to help you get started with an account and answer any questions you may have. Plan to Eat is a subscription-based service that offers monthly and yearly options for $4.95 a month and $39 a year. That's only 75 cents a week. And they include a free, fully functional 30-day trial, no payment required, so you can easily see if it's right for you. However, since Plan to Eat only has one big sale a year, they're doing something special for us. You can actually turn that 30-day trial into a 60-day trial. That's huge and gives you a great ability to actually use the site and see how it works for your family. And I know you're going to love it. All you have to do is go to plantoeat.com slash lovely to get that 60 days free. Again, go to plantoeat.com slash lovely to get your free 60-day trial instead of their normal 30-day trial. So you talk about how you deal with like obviously weight loss or hormone imbalances, that sort of thing. Have you dealt specifically, again, totally not talking about myself, um, (laughs) with someone who has been under extreme amounts of stress, which I'm sure can affect hormones, I guess it could maybe be boiled down to that. But have you dealt with the effects of stress from a nutritional standpoint? Honestly, stress, everyone is stressed. Honestly, that is my downfall. I got the food down. I got the exercise down. I got my natural remedies down. But when we're talking stress, that is also my downfall because as a business owner and a mom and tons of different hats I'm wearing, um, it's really stressful. And so mm-hmm. I think stress plays so much of a bigger role than what people you know really talk mm-hmm. about it. Same with cardiovascular disease, um, st- uh, diabetes. Stress plays such a big role in those issues. And yes, we talk food, we talk exercise, but if you're doing everything right and you're not getting your stress in line, it can cancel out. And I hate to say that, girl, because that is my downfall too. Yeah. But with well, in a certain amount, like in my circumstance, there's a certain amount I just don't have any control over. And I know that it's leading to yes. adrenal fatigue and, you know, just heightened levels of cortisol and like all those kinds of things. But sometimes it just, it does feel self-defeating when it's going to be there. It's, it's not a lifestyle. It's being imposed on me from outside sources. So that's definitely, definitely. Um, so yes, with cortisol, um, actually in the hormone test that we do, um, we test not even just sex hormones, but we also test the adrenals because it's so mm-hmm. important because if you are chronically tired or you're you know, wired at night, sleeping in the morning, um, so many different things or irregular periods, cortisol will affect your sex hormones, your progesterone, everything. Mm-hmm. It is one of the ones, again, that are not, it's very underrated. It's not talked about as much, but yeah. something that I love, um, obviously outside of food is adaptogenic herbs for when you're really mm. stressed out. Yeah. Uh, those are my jam and I take them every day. And so obviously it depends on like, if you're taking prescription medications and I mean, there's more things that people don't think about when taking supplements, but for the most part, ashwagandha is a very, um, is, pretty safe for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that one. And the science behind adaptogenic herbs is that it helps our bodies adapt to stress um, in a healthier way, more of a chemical way, not so much you know, outside. But it also helps protect us from the negative effects of having too much cortisol. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's rhodiola, there's ashwagandha, there's holy basil, also known as Tulsi. Um, so I'll do like a Tulsi tea, an herbal tea at night. Um, which okay. I actually, it's an, I forgot the brand. It's something India and it's a Tulsi hibiscus tea and mm. it is so good. And so I feel like on days that I'm really stressed or if I have just a busy upcoming week, I tend to like take a proactive and be like, okay, it's going to be a busy week. I'll probably feel a little stressed out. Let me really up my adaptogens and stuff. Mm, that's um, a great so idea. Those are probably like with stress and it depends again on what your adrenals are doing low in the morning, too high in the morning. Um, it's funny. I actually had a client that did the test and her, I, I could, she knew she was stressed, but, um, how her adrenals on the test showed, it was like really high in the morning. And I'm like, do you by chance, like jump out of bed, like <laughs> jump out of bed? And she's like, yeah, why? And I'm like, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Like, so how would you, you tell me that? How would you even know off the test whether it was morning or evening or 
So with the, with the, um, I use the Dutch and it's a dried urine. And so you take it four or five times if you sleep, wake up in the middle of the night and you pee on it like, um, two hours before bed at bedtime, right when you wake up. And then you do another sample two hours after you wake up. So it takes this like big view of it. So you can actually see what your adrenals is doing, um, for a period of time versus, if you go to the doctor, they'll be like, cool, let's take your cortisol first thing in the morning. And that's yeah. it. I like testing like, okay, let's see what you're doing throughout the day. Yeah. And then go from there. Yeah. It just makes so much more sense to get a more complete picture of what's going on. Yes, definitely. So if somebody is hearing all of this and saying like, okay, I, I want to make that next step. I want to get really serious about this. I want to go to you as a coach. What does that process look like for them? So yeah, most people just reach out to me in various ways, email, Facebook, Instagram messages. Um, and we usually hop on like a free 15 minute phone call first because I just, one, want to know if I can help you. Um, two, I want to make sure we can drive together because, or you drive with one of my dietitians because we do have other dietitians and nutritionists on staff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that because I just want to make sure you're committed because it is not always the cheapest thing, right? But yeah. results happen. Again, you get what you pay for. And I just want to make sure that we're on the same page, that we can help you and that you're comfortable and that whoever you're partnered up with on our team, you drive the best with. Yeah. Um, and then we just learn about you, your goals, what you're looking for. And then after that, if you decide to um, get started, um, there's packages that we do. So we do like two months, four months, six months. And that is really vital for people that like have ish, like health issues and especially hormones or digestive, it takes mm-hmm. a while yeah. for things to even out. So we can't just do one session and be done. Yeah. Um, but we do offer per session if needed. But with the packages, you get like this accountability and like mm-hmm. we're chatting through an app. You have access through me through text in between appointments. And that's just so important because a lot of people are looking for like that accountability yeah. and someone yeah. to turn to if you're like, hey, I'm not going to this restaurant you know, do you have any suggestions? You know, things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, whatever they decide to do, um, we are there and that's when the process starts of filling out the questionnaires and any labs re- that are recommended, which again, are pricey, you get amazing results, but it's also not something you need to jump in. It's not, there's not going to be every single person needs a lab. It could just be based on, you know, what you're kind of coming to me with and it's just very helpful. So we don't have to guess. We can yeah. actually have good information about what's going on in your body and help support you and your situation. I think that's awesome. I think it's a really valuable service that people need to be more aware of. And yeah, it's definitely a financial equipment or commitment equipment. Man, what am I saying, you guys? Clearly, <laughs> I'm having some fatigue. I probably need to come to you. <laughs> straighten out. Um, so it's a financial commitment, but maybe that's something, you know, if you're really wanting to get on board with doing this and being really serious about it, you save up for, and you decide that you want to commit to, and you know, you do what you can on your own, but then save up for doing something like this. I know that is definitely on my radar to do because like you're saying the accountability, and I think even sometimes that financial commitment when you're, when you're committing money towards something, you're more likely to stay on board with it and really follow through with it. And there's nothing more important than our health as far as, you know, really getting things in line. So I love what you're doing. I think it's a great program and service and you even have some products, right? Yes, we have our Thrival Nutrition Multivitamin, which is on Amazon, um, Amazon Prime. And I formulated it and I made it to what I felt like most people wanted and needed, um, especially as a consumer myself, I was just kind of sick of people saying, is this a good multi? Is this a good one? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to make my own. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have that along with other supplements we have coming in the future, which is like awesome. a stress supplement with those adaptogenic herbs. Yeah. And, uh, we have big, st- like, big standards um, with, you know, having no fillers and additives and really bioavailable nutrients that we can actually absorb. Um, so that's something that really, you know, when it like forced me into like, okay, I want to create something that I trust and I know, and people can actually feel good um, when they take it. Yeah. 
Well, I love that. Just so many of the things that you said today are like these key words that I've heard, especially from my mom in the last, you know, year and a half of, you know, that, that bioavailability and like making it stuff that our body can actually use and not just taking these vitamin vitamins that really aren't helping you because they're not formulated for our bodies to actually be able to access what's inside of them. So I, yes. I can just tell how knowledgeable you are and that that's awesome. That's Thank awesome. you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's things too with supplements. Like I, you'll see, I don't have calcium and iron in my multi because with, if you have, if you're not deficient in calcium, taking in excess can actually be more detrimental and increase your risk for cardiovascular issues because it hmm. calcifies in other places. Yeah. And same with iron, that's a very delicate nutrient. You should not be taking or supplementing unless you're deficient. So I left those things out because that's more of a personalized thing of yeah. if you need it or not. So thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I try to, I'm not all that. And what you said actually with, um, if you pay you know, money towards it, you're more likely to go through with it, which is yes. 100%. But I've actually had people that paid me thousands of dollars and they just fell off the map. Wow. And I'm like, I am not here to just take your money. Obviously I run a business and yes, of course I got to get paid too, but I also want to help you. Like, I'm not just yeah. here to be like, let me take your money and buy. So yeah. it blows my mind. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you yeah. spent all that money. Like girl, use me. I'm here to help you. Yeah. Those are those are probably people who have a little bit more dispensable income than yes. <laughs> like I do. Yes. Well, yeah, that's that's crazy. But I appreciate you saying that. Like you you got into this because you wanted to help people, which is so important. And the fact that you are super knowledgeable about it really makes all the difference because there's all kinds of crazy people on the internet that you could be paying money towards who don't really know what they're talking about. And so <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that I was able to connect with you and find somebody like, okay, I, I feel solid. I don't like to have people on my show unless I really feel like I can recommend them. And I feel totally solid that you're legit. So <laughs> thank you for being legit. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for thinking that I'm legit. <laughs> yes. well, you, you proved yourself today. So. Okay. So as we're wrapping up here, I typically ask my new guests, what does a typical day look like for you? Um, okay. So, you know, in the morning, actually, um, I think I've done some, give myself a pat on the back, pat on the back. Cause I've done some really great parenting. Um, my son actually <laughs> helps cook breakfast for himself nice. and his sister and he packs his lunch, um, for school. And so just kind of, he actually is very self-sufficient. So he kind of gets himself out the door, but just doing the breakfast thing, getting um, little sis fed and us started on our day. Um, try to go to the gym in the morning. Then I work for most of the day in the kitchen a little bit, whether it's recipe testing for the blog or client work or just other business stuff. And then I wrap up and start cooking some dinner. And sometimes I'll do a little bit of work depending on you know how bogged down I am because I'm wearing many hats. Yeah. Um, maybe fit in some cleaning around there, some playtime. The kids are kind of at the age where they're just hanging out with friends, which definitely yeah. makes it a ton easier. Yeah. Um, and then put the kids down and then try to spend some time with my husband. Um, we try to fit that in, but it's not always the easiest because we're yeah. kind of pooped out by the end of the day or we still have stuff going on. So mm -hmm. really trying to balance all the hats, but at the same time, make sure that we're prioritizing what's most important. Yeah. Well, that sounds, that sounds good. Sounds like sounds real. Yeah. It sounds real. You got a lot going on and you're a real mama, but you're still, you're still rocking all this stuff. Yes. So how are you currently cultivating the lovely in some small way in your life right now? I would say, which I love, how did you come up with that expression? <laughs> That's a whole long story. Basically my friends did but none of them were gutsy enough to start a podcast. <laughs> because they're, I always joke, they're the, they're the sweet ones. I'm the spicy one. And they, they like legitimately are lovely. And I feel like I just work really hard at trying to have loveliness. But I, I believe that it's important for us to invest in lovely things in the midst of our everyday lives because otherwise we as moms and women we just get burnt out 
and yes. we need to have, we need to make love. Like you were saying, and I, I say this kind of thing all the time. Like when you're doing tasks, you're not especially thrilled about that's when you should listen to an audiobook or a podcast or whatever, like do whatever you can to make your life a little bit more lovely because otherwise you're just going to get bogged down in the mess and the hardness of it. So that's yeah. like the, the very short version of where that came from. That's awesome. So I would say, you know, on a monthly scale, definitely like getting my nails done, which is probably not crunchy as I would <laughs> like it to be, but definitely a time where I can just like get pampered and just not focus on business. But outside of that, definitely reading books um, and bringing that yeah. into my day to day and just help me relax. But I'm also just, again, love, ed love being educated. Um, but also just nonfiction books. I love getting lost in a good story. Um, yes. it's totally how I separate from just like, okay, no more business, no more kid, no more nothing. I just want to fall deep into a story. I'm such yep. a book nerd. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm a big reader too. And I think it's so valuable for us to always be learning as moms because sometimes we get caught up in the momming and we forget that we're like people and should have legitimate thoughts too. And then our kids get to the age where they want to have real conversations with us and we don't have anything left to say because we haven't been <laughs> investing in our own brains. And so, yeah, I am a huge proponent for reading and especially fiction and story. I think it can be so powerful in our lives. Well, yeah. I usually, I answer this question too. I forgot to tell you that, but, um, how I am currently cultivating lovely in my life is what well, we just recently moved. By the time this episode comes out, I think it will have been like two and a half weeks since we moved. And I am just like fully realizing again, but also embracing again, what it means to be a homemaker. You know, we've been in other people's spaces for a year and a half now, and I'm getting to redefine what that looks like for us. And it has been the most lovely thing. I mean, I just, I stay up at night, like making lists of all the things I want to do to continue to make it a beautiful home. It's this reassessing time of looking at what our routines are and how we want to eat and, you know, all those different things. Like I'm, I'm a big planner. And so getting to reassess all of that and look at all of it and figure it out and make the space beautiful is really where I am investing my lovely energies at this point. So that's what Amazing. I'm doing now. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for my stock questions? Okay. I'm ready. All right. Candles or essential oil diffuser? Essential oil diffuser. All right. Some of these I'm thinking I could probably <laughs> answer what you're going to say. <laughs> Um, cloth napkins or paper? Paper. Okay. City <laughs> or country? Suburbia. Okay. All right. In the middle. Yes. Paper or digital? Digital. Shopping. Would you rather do it online or in the store? In the store. Okay. It's four o'clock or whatever time you make dinner and you need a mental break. I think you've kind of answered this in the show, but do you listen to a podcast or music or something else entirely? probably a show. <laughs> okay. And what are some of your favorite shows right now? Right now, of course, this is us. Oh, um, yes. okay. The Resident is a guilty okay. partner. Um, along with, oh geez, I'm Jane the Virgin. That's back okay. on. Love okay. that. Um, yeah. Okay. Chocolate. Again, we could answer this, but milk or dark? <laughs> dark, always. Yes. The dark, as dark as possible. Okay, yes. would you prefer sports or no sports? To play or to watch? Either way. No sports. All right. Live broadcasting. Would you rather broadcast or watch? Broadcast. All right. What is your favorite movie? Oh, I've had this question before, and I honestly don't think I have one. Oh, do I don't have, have one do that you have pops in my head. Really? So it's not even yes. like movies competing for the title. It's just, there isn't one. There isn't one. I really don't have one. I don't know that I've ever had that answer before. I've had people like, oh, I can't possibly choose. But nobody's ever said like, nope, there just isn't even one out there. I love movies, but I don't think I have one that's just like, I can watch it all the time, anytime, or I couldn't live without one. Like, I just, I mean, they're good, but yeah, I don't think I have one. Honey. Okay. Well, we'll take it. 
All right. If you were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum, zero is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing Kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and dreadlocks in your hair. Where would you be on the spectrum? Seven. All right. I would have expected nothing less from you. Because <laughs> you pretty much got us trumped with the clean eating, which goes a long way towards crunchiness. So Yes, but I'm not sure I cannot shave my armpits or have dreadlocks. <laughs> right, right. I know. There, I'm, I'm pretty crunchy, but there are lines I will not cross. <laughs> yes. Those are some of them. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Lahana. I think that I, I don't normally go back and listen to my own episodes. I'm probably going to have to go back and take my own notes because I think there is so much valuable information that you put out there and hopefully it's just sparking people's interest and in getting them thinking about why nutrition and holistic, holistic nutrition is so important. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Hey ladies, if that episode got your wheels spinning about nutrition for your family and how you can be taking more steps toward that, you can definitely go check out our show notes at boldturquoise.com slash 115. That's where you can find today's show notes. And you can also find links to Lahana and all the ways that you can get a hold of her or even find her products. Plus, I don't know if you know this, but if you go through any of our links that go to Amazon, then anything that you buy off of Amazon in that sitting will actually be credited to our account so that we can make a little bit of a commission off of it, but it doesn't cost you any extra money, which is a really great thing for you and a great thing for us. Win-win. And if you're wanting to throw a little extra support our way while you're online, we would absolutely love it if you would go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. It makes a huge difference for the podcast, just a little five-star rating and a quick little sentence about what you like about the show. It just helps iTunes to know that we are still growing and thriving and other people need to find out about the show. And speaking of sharing the show with other people, social media is a great way to do that. And ladies, if you ever share, especially on Instagram, then I would love to be able to reshare your posts and talk with you about what you like about the show. One of my favorite things about doing a podcast is getting to engage with all of you. So if you've been, you know, in the shadows, just kind of a listener for a long time, but not getting engaged in a deeper way, I would love to actually talk to you and hear about what you like about the show, things that you're learning. That is the fun part part of this for me and it happens a lot less than you might think. So if you would like to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. That's probably the number one way you can find me, but you can also search our Facebook group, which we're trying to get some more activity going in there. Just search Cultivating the Lovely on Facebook and you can find out how to contact me either through DMs or that sort of thing. I would just love to chat with you. So again, find me at Mackenzie Coppa or search Cultivating the Lovely on Facebook. And of course, those Patreon peeps, they get live videos and all kinds of things in the Patreon group. So if that sounds like fun, to you. We would love to have you join us over there at patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. All right, that's it for this week. Until next time, go be bold and gracious. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.